the Sun Devils took down UCLA at the Rose Bowl, and we kind of talk about it on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Levels. As always, thanks so much for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Wherever you get those podcasts, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. You can stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for twenty dollars off of your first purchase. Guys, did did you see this coming? Because I certainly did not see this coming. Arizona State went to UCLA and beat them. And keep in mind, I I know this isn't an elite UCLA team. They're six and four on the year. Uh, they have struggled on and off this season with both injuries and play calling and whatnot. They've lost two in a row. Like, I get it. But this is still a big win for the Sun Devils. And they are now 3-7 and seven on the year with two Pac-12 wins. That's an awesome step in the right direction, man. You have to be happy with that. You've matched your win total from last year, both overall as well as in conference. Hopefully... You can find a way to get another win. Um, Oregon's coming to town this week. I don't feel good about that. Who knows? You also face U of A at the end of the year. They're coming up here. Everyone knows I'm taking us in that game. It's it's the kind of win that really helps you build momentum, though, and something that gets these guys encouraged and excited moving forward to feel like they can take on anybody. That's what that kind of win does for you. Obviously. We're going to talk about the good and the bad. There's some takeaways to go over. And then we got to hand out some game balls. It's a very special occasion to be doing this on uh, Locked on Sun Devils. So I uh, kind of talked real brief overall. Let's talk the good things that happened in this game. And I, the first thing has got to be the game plan that they had on offense. Like you went into this game going up against one of the most impressive defenses uh, in the Pac-12, especially when it came to their pass rush, and more specifically, Laatu Latu, who I believe is the best defensive player in the country. He is absolutely unbelievable, and yet Arizona State came into this game plan to erase him from that, and they, for the most part, did. I mean, Latu still affected the game. He had two and a half tackles for loss. He had seven tackles, but he wasn't getting there for sacks. In fact, UCLA only had two sacks the whole game. Gabriel Murphy had one. Carl Jones Jr. had the other. Outside of those two, Arizona State controlled the line of scrimmage. And part of that was what you did to the line of scrimmage. And you did this wide set offense where you would have the quarterback in a shotgun and then it could be pistol or whatever. And there'd be one down lineman and there'd have four offensive linemen off to the side and they have receivers and tight ends. And it was the craziest looking crap I've ever seen in my life, but it worked. And the reason why it worked 
is because you took away UCLA's prime advantage, which was controlling the line of scrimmage by forcing them to spread out because you can't just rush five guys anymore. You can't rush your four down linemen. You can't do blitzes of five or six or seven because everything is spread out. Because if you try that, now you don't have enough guys over off the side where they can immediately throw the football to. They can do those tunnel screens or just a regular running back screen. Because of that kind of ability to move your offense around, now Arizona State has that distinctive advantage. And that was exactly what we saw uh, end up doing in this game is you were able to spread them out. And in doing so, you controlled the trenches. And that flips over to the defensive side of the football as well, where Arizona State went into this and really did a good job controlling the line of scrimmage. Um, I know that they ran for 183 yards, which it's not great for the Sun Devils defense, but they were doing such a good job of coming up strong when they needed to. And they did a good job minimizing some of the damage guys did. Carson Steele, 11 carries, 33 yards. He was one of their best rushers and took him out of the game. Uh, Colin Shalil, their quarterback, he did carry 14 times for 51 yards. Also considered he was sacked three times. But outside of him, I felt like you did a good job containing just about everyone else. Keegan Jones had a big run. But TJ Harden, 7 for 37. I mentioned Carson Steele, Anthony Atkins, 2 for 11. They overall did a good job controlling this. And because of that, they really took away the passing game. Schleel only threw for 117 yards. Uh, between him and Chase Griffin, they combined to go 11 of 21. So, you know, just over 50% passing with a single touchdown pass. You controlled the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football. One side very different from the other because you have everything so spread out that nobody can game plan for it. And then the other side, you just had great performances from Deshaun Mallory, from CJ Fight, from BJ Green, from uh, Clayton Smith. Like your defense really did a good job controlling the front of this game, even if the rushing numbers don't represent that. I also want to talk about the defense's ability to step up on fourth down. And it was so pivotal in this game that the Sun Devils were able to accomplish that because with you doing that, you effectively broke the will of UCLA and you did such a good job in getting them off the field and demoralizing them because they went for it not once, not twice, not thrice, but four times. UCLA went for it on fourth down four times. They converted zero of them. Not a single one was converted for UCLA. And when you're doing something like that, it's it's hard to overcome, man. So Arizona State did a great job in that matter. And then last good thing I want to talk about, there's a lot more good than bad, is what... Cameron Scadaboo does for you. He's just a beast, man. He's so, so good at football. He he goes one of three passing with a 25-yard touchdown strike to Elijah Badger. And I mean, dude, this thing was a dime. He also carried the ball 12 times for 61 yards and a score. Uh, for what it's worth, he had three catches, but he only turned it into seven yards. Um, he 
he was good, man. He was he was good. He had another pooch punt that went 50 yards. Like he was doing all the little things and he was doing them at a at a very high level. So he's continually just one of the best players on this team, regardless of what side of the football you want to be looking at. Um, there really isn't too much bad, I feel, to take away from this game. Um, outside of Elijah Badger, there really was not any standout performances. Troy O'Mary went two catches for 18 yards as in a starting role, although a lot of those were like fly routes. And at some point, I feel like you just need to find a way to get the ball in his hands. Uh, Bryce Pierre, one catch for 20 yards. Jalen Conyers, one catch for three yards. They they very much were not getting it done through the passing game. And Trenton Bourget struggled 13 of, or excuse me, 19 of 34, 149 yards, no touchdowns and an interception. Passing game is really struggling. Even the run game wasn't overall terrific. You can just tell, man, when Carlos Brooks isn't out there, they simply are just not as good running the football. And it's crazy because Cameron Scadaboo is such a quality running back that you're struggling to move the ball on the ground. But that's exactly what's going on. Uh, they just couldn't get it done. And I know that uh, they ended up with three team carries for 35-yard losses. Um, if my memory serves, that was the kneel downs that they took at the end of the game to take the, the clock out of it. So they would have finished with uh, 27 carries for 109 rushing yards. Nothing crazy. It's fine. It's under four yards of carry, but it could have been worse, I suppose. Um, Kyson Brown, four carries, 17 yards. The one thing I didn't like was how often they were going to Jalen Conyers, uh, six carries for 14 yards with a long of eight. Like UCLA was just ready for it. Like at some point, I feel like you just need to get away from that kind of play. And the Sun Devils didn't like it was stubbornness on the offensive side of the football, but I truly feel like there's far more positives to talk about this game than there are negatives. Um, very proud of the way these guys played. You could tell that they were absolutely ready to go in this game, and it led to a very good win for the team. Guys, getting your tickets at the last minute shouldn't be as stressful as it is for your big events like sports, music, comedy, theater, whatever it is that you're trying to get to. If you go with Game Time, they have killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and a best price guarantee. Game Time takes the work, the guesswork, out of buying your tickets. You can check out your seat before you buy to know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Those all-in prices, they show you the total upfront so you know you're getting a great deal without any hidden fees. You can get the, the tickets in seconds. It's just two easy taps. They have deals right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's a great place to get those last-minute seats with flash deals, sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And Game Time's guarantee means you get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying your tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. For $20 off, download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball.
basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Wherever you need your podcast, like, subscribe, turn on those notifications. And you'll also want to turn on notifications for this page because every single Friday we have the Locked On College Football Kickoff Live where our experts go into detail on playoff implications, conference rivalry games, and go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, on any Locked On College YouTube channel, including this one. You won't want to miss it. I tune in, man. Like it's, It's not just me reading a script. I tune in and it's absolutely amazing. I promise you guys, it is worth your time to tune into this bad boy. Let's go ahead and take a look at some takeaways for the Sun Devils in this game. The first big takeaway is a pretty obvious one, and it's that Cameron Scadaboo is one of the three best players on this team right now. I don't know if there's very many guys that I would definitively say are better than him. Uh, If you forced me to think off the top of my head, I think I would take BJ Green and Elijah Badger. I, I think that's it. It's not... It's not too many other guys. Uh, There's not any quarterbacks that really stand out to me. Um, Badger is so far and away the best receiver this team has. Uh, Conyers hasn't stepped up this year. Otherwise, he would probably make my list. Uh, Defensively, you've you've had great performances from Deshaun Mallory, from Prince Dorbaugh, from uh, Trey Brown, and Roe Torrance has been fine. Shamari Simmons is good. But overall, Cameron Scadaboo has just been one of the best players on this team, one of the biggest standouts, and one of the guys who has contributed week after week, wins, losses, whatever. You feel as though Cameron Scadaboo is the guy that can do it all for you. And I mean, you look at the box score too, and he's just definitively making an impact every single week. He's got 626 rushing yards on the year. He's got eight rushing touchdowns. He's got 280 receiving yards on the year. He has a receiving touchdown. He's got the longest catch of the year with 66 yards. He's got the longest run of the year with 66 yards. He's four of eight for passing with 85 yards and a touchdown pass. There's nothing this guy can't do. I mean, if you wanted to put him out a returner for kick and punt, I wouldn't be surprised if he could do that too. Cameron Scadaboo does it all, man. He is one of the three best players on this team. And I truly wonder how many games the Sun Devils would have won this year if Scadaboo wasn't here. I'm curious if we would have won any games because he's been such a high-impact player in those games. He carried us in week one against Southern Utah. He scored the two touchdowns the Sun Devils had against UCLA. He was a massive component against Wazoo. Like This is a guy that shows up week after week after week, and without him, I just don't really know what else would be going on. My second big takeaway is that the defensive line is just so good, man. And it's going to be one of the main components of winning another game this year. 
if the Sun Devils are able to control the line of scrimmage like they did in this game, then I feel good about your chances to, at a minimum, keep these next two games within reach. Cover. How about that? We'll say they can cover whatever the spread is from our friends over at FanDuel. I like them to be able to do that. Uh, they got a, a pretty much impossible challenge against Oregon, but we thought the same thing against Washington. So anything is possible with this team. U of A, they, they've got a future NFLer and Jordan Morgan, but other than that, I feel like the Sun Devils can stack up very well. You know, Deshaun Mallory is seriously, he's seriously playing at an all Pac-12 level kind of kind of player right now. Like he's, and he's even got solid stats to go with it on the year. He's got uh, 41 tackles, two sacks. Like it's not like he is not building up his box score numbers. And this game was so evident of how good he is. He led the team in tackles. He had nine tackles. He, he split a sack with Elijah O'Neal. He split a tackle for loss with Elijah O'Neal. Dude just made plays, man. He's just a freaking playmaker. He's so talented, but beyond him, he's getting a lot of guys that are working with him. Like CJ fight has been as good a freshman as you're going to find on this team. He might be the best freshman that the Sun Devils have had this year because Rashad has missed time because Montana Warren hasn't been able to get onto the field because of that shoulder injury. Like you would be hard pressed to find a freshman that's been better than CJ fight. And then, you know, Prince Dorba didn't play in this game. I know, but Clayton Smith was still great. Uh, BJ Green is still great. They got the depth with Elijah O'Neal, Sam Benjamin. Like they're getting so many guys that are able to help control everything that's going on in front of them. It's beyond impressive. That's my second big takeaway. Final takeaway here is that Elijah Badger is the truth. Um, he is able to make something out of nothing. And overall, man, like this is a future NFL player. I don't know how high he gets drafted, but if he if he decided to come back for one more year and he did this again, what he's doing, so it'd be three consecutive years, you're talking about a top 100 pick, at worst, a top 100 pick. Maybe even a guy who could flirt with the first round. But he's an absolute beast. Um, I lied. I do have one more takeaway. It's that the quarterback spot is just a mess. Um, I don't know if we can really expect anything to change. I think... We're going to see Rashada these last two games. Uh, he was working out and dressed for this past week against UCLA. He didn't make an appearance, and I think that that's because they're saving these last two games so that he can maintain his red shirt and still have that eligibility. You could play up to four games while still having your red shirt as an option. After that, you do not maintain your red shirt. But I think that that's what their plan is. Hopefully when Rashada comes back, he can be somebody that can give you that kind of electricity because Borgay is not it. Uh, Drew Pine, we haven't seen him in weeks. And even when he was on the field, he wasn't great. This is, this is a team that just needs any kind of spark from the quarterback position. That would be so pivotal to getting back on track, but I just don't know that we're going to see that this year. I want to talk to you guys about our friends over at Jace Medical, too. You know, we spend a lot of time talking together, you and I. We get fired up together on wins and losses, who starts, who sits. And I'm thankful for that connection we have, which is why I want to chat with you a little more personally about Jace Medical. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply 
on ED medications. You realize what that means? Bring on extended travel. Bring on the next natural disaster or supply chain issue. You're covered, my friend. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your generics for Cialis, Viagra, or Revatio. It's it's possible because of our friends at Jace Medical. Go online right now at jacemedical.com. That's spelled J-A-S-E medical.com and receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use the code Locked On at checkout for a discount as well. Verified customer had this to say about Jace. I'm thankful for the service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half in order to have it. I ordered most of my daily years with a year's supply. I also ordered an antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies, and I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or somebody you love would like to get some peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily medication, go to Jace, J-A-S-E medical.com to see if it's offered for you. And remember to use that promo code locked on for $20 off of your purchase. Thanks again for tuning in wherever you're getting your podcast. Hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we are posting new content. We're going to go ahead and close out this episode with some game balls because it's so much fun to award these to our guys. Uh, Should not be too surprised with the three game balls that we're handing out. The first one goes to Cameron Scadaboo. The dude is just one of the best players on the field for either team when he's out there. Uh, The people's running back, as I have named him, he he's a beast. He throws a 25-yard touchdown. He rushes for 61 yards and a touchdown. He contributes in the passing game a little bit. He he does it all, man. And when you have a guy like that that's able to provide so many different types of production for you, he has a 50-yard punt. I mean, he's Mr. Do-It-All. This is a guy who should be contending for, I can't remember the name of the award for most versatile player. Like, he, he literally does it on offense and on special teams. Heck, he could probably rush the passer if you needed him to. I believe in him to do that. But scoring two touchdowns on the day, passing one, which was the only passing touchdown, rushing one, which was the only rushing touchdown. In fact, the only two touchdowns in this game came courtesy of Cameron Scadaboo. He is the reason that he gets my first game ball. The second game ball comes to the man who was the entirety of of the passing attack, and that's Elijah Badger. 12 receptions, 116 yards, and the 25-yard touchdown catch from Scadaboo. He's, he is, he's, he's just him. He is himothy. He tied his season high in catches with 12. Uh, 116 is the second highest behind his 134 that he had against Colorado, which is also where he had 12 catches. He does it all. He is such a good receiver for you. And when you have a guy who can be a high volume target and produce at the level he does, it's going to make such a massive difference every single week. And that was once again, the case in this game is he was, he was just, he, he was the passing game. The next closest guy was Bryce Pierre with 20 yards. He did that on one catch. There was nothing else going on besides Elijah Badger. That's why he's getting this award is because when you needed to play through the air, 
Badger was the guy to step up. My last game ball, I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm handing the game ball to Deshaun Mallory since he led the team in tackles. He got down or got after the quarterback. He was making plays in the backfield. He he gets the solo game ball, but overall I am giving a game ball to the entirety of the defense. Like everybody did their job. The the defensive line played very well. The linebackers played well. The defensive backs played well. You limited UCLA, who was a really quality offense at worst, and contained them and held them to seven points, and you didn't even give up that touchdown until the fourth quarter. You were pitching a shutout through three quarters. They balled out, man. This defense has been great all year. It's one of the best-kept secrets in the back 12 This was once again on display against UCLA. You can't ask for much more than what these guys are bringing you on a weekly basis. Brian Ward is just phenomenal. This was one of his best performances yet, especially coming off a 50-plus point loss to Utah. That's how you respond. These guys were pissed off. These guys played with an edge. They had the swagger, and they get the win. When you play with the intensity that the defense plays with, you're going to win football games. And Deshaun Mallory was the guy leading the charge here. So Mallory gets the official game ball, but the entire defense deserves recognition. What were your takeaways from this game? What were you really happy about seeing? What do you want to see improved? Who would you give your game ball to? Let me know in the comments or hit me up on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. As always, I appreciate you guys for tuning in wherever you get your podcasts. Hit like, subscribe, and turn on those notifications to get an update whenever we post new content. Ray Anderson was relieved of his duties today. He resigned. If you guys wanted to see me talk about that, I have a YouTube live that came out earlier today. It's recorded. You guys can tune in, see what I had to say. I am going to talk about it more this week, shooting for Wednesday. As of right now, my good friend Spencer McLaughlin from Locked On Pac-12 will be joining me as we take a look at what this means for the program and what to expect moving forward. So until then, I will see you guys tomorrow and then see you Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You keep it locked right here on Locked On Sun Devils.